Because going back to work sucks. This is keep of the geek. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, maybe a short one. It's going to be a heavy wrestling one because honestly, um, I had been on vacation and we went back. To, I went back to work this week and, and really didn't do much anything except kind of exist. Yeah. Well, we did game. We did have our D and D game. Did we did have our D and D game last our night? Monthly D and D game. It's slowly turning out to be again. Yeah, that's been nice, but, you know, I'm not expecting it to stay that way, especially with, you know, the looming holidays. Well, yeah, but I think that's going to be a month. I mean, we're already, it's already November, we've already played. Yes. We already are playing and on playing in December. Yes. So, you know, and we're Once a month is good. Once a month is good. I think our only, only looming really is one of our people who... Old job fucked him hard, and he's got a new job now, and he's just now getting settled. Still waiting so for settle, yeah. He used to have a really good set schedule to where he could play on Saturdays because he had, I think, Friday and Saturday off. Yeah, he had a lot of seniority, and he'd been there a while, and, you know. Someone bought the, bought the place, and then took away everything from him. Benefits, yep. seniority. Um, I think they wanted his firstborn child. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it was it was that bad. Yeah, I think they got the battle of the military for him. Right, yeah. <laughs> anyway. So, yeah, other than wrestling and gaming and sleeping. Lots of sleeping. Yeah, it's really all we've really done. So do we have any, like, really geek, geek stuff to get into? Yeah. Go dogs? Yeah. Go, oh, go dogs. Yeah, this is, we're recording this the, the, uh, the day after... The UGA Tennessee game and the fact that Alabama lost to uh, LSU. LSU, and I noticed I have not seen Funny Mane's. Yeah, you're video right. Video up. I haven't seen it yet. Mm. Uh, for those who don't know, Funny Mane is a comedian out uh, of Alabama who uh, started doing um, a couple of years ago. We've been watching them. It's how Alabama fans watch the SEC. Year week blank. Yeah, and they're he's actually rather funny. Um, so that's why we watch him, even though we're we're a Georgia. Well, I'm I'm a heart. I'm a Georgia fan. She's a Tech fan, but she does well, root for Georgia, but not on the. Hate I, as I was saying to our friend last night, I'm not as hardcore Tech fan anymore. It just. Well, that's because you also have you all. I have one. my own team now. Yeah, you have, you, now you that my college State, finally got their own football the, the team. Second, uh, uh, the second U.S. U.G. What is it? Georgia. GSU. The second GSU. Go Panthers! Because we all know the real GSU is Georgia Southern University. I love doing this because of that. And what I actually do love is they're actually they do actually have a rivalry game now. Yeah, there is. Um, and I don't know, my cousin went there, so I. <laughs> right, like... and, and our and one of our one of our, our very close friends also <laughs> go, went there. In, in fact, our friend who passed away a couple of years ago. Yeah. Mr. Black, uh, he he was also a graduate of. Uh, Although that, Southern. that rivalry is more funny than anything. Right. It's never been a heated rivalry. Well, I mean, Georgia, I mean, how, how old is Georgia, uh, Georgia State's team? Three, four years now? Yeah. So it's a fairly new football team. And yes, we are we're sports lovers. 
we're, we're both Braves fans. We're both Falcons fans. Yep. Uh, we're hockey fans without a team. Since we're, they keep taking the Atlanta yeah, teams away. Taking our teams away. It's kind of hard to pick somewhere else because it's like we can't really usually go see any of them. Right. It's like the only hockey team we can go and see is the Gladiators. Is Gladiators, which is a second tier? Something like um, that. I'm not sure how they're minor league because, you know, with baseball, yeah, at least they have, they have it's minor league hockey. Um, I want to say they're. Uh, they're the minor. They used to be the minor league team for the Atlanta Thrashers, and another another team. Now I think they're a feeder team to the Sabers. I'll have to look that we'll up. Have to look. Maybe that'll be how we pick. I don't well, well, know. Well, we we keep joking about we've got to pick a hockey team, and <laughs> we haven't done it yet. So eventually, yeah. Um, not like we end up watching a lot of sports on TV anyway. No, we don't. Um, a lot of that has to come from me, because I'm, par- uh, especially when it comes to the Braves. Paranoid about watching, yes. About watching, because they tend to lose when I watch, so I try not to watch. Although, I did watch last year's World Series. Yeah. And they still won. Yay. I, I always take it on a, I will start watching the game. If they start doing badly, I turn it off. If they're doing good, I'm staying there for the duration. Uh, yeah, sports superstitions, people. It is a real thing. Um, I don't know why. And why is it that baseball seems to have the most when it comes to superstitions? They do have the most, or at least it seems that way, that not only have the most, but they have the players that kind of believe them the most. You know, how many players will go, like, unshaven, when or, they're like, like a pitcher starts growing a beard because he started pitching really good after he stopped shaving. Yeah, and or things or, like that. Or they don't change their socks for a certain amount of time. Right. It's, yeah, I, I don't know. And oh, when I was a kid, the rally caps. Mm hmm. Uh, yeah. I remember that. My mom taught me all the different ones. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I was raised in a very baseball family. Yeah, your, your family is definitely a baseball family. I'm, I mean, your dad is a split Braves-Cubs fan. Yeah. And actually will go and to see Cubs games at, at Wrigley. Yep. And I wanted to be a pitcher until they informed me I was a girl. <laughs> so, you know. And I didn't want to play softball. Right. But I'm not bitter. <laughs> I just wasn't very academically. I played football, but I didn't get to play. I, I, I had thought about when I was going to go to a, a public school, I thought about joining the baseball team for Lakeside or mm-hmm. whichever high school I was going to go to. But I ended up playing football for Riverside Military Academy, RIP, because they're no longer Riverside Military Academy. Yeah. They're changing their name now. I think it starts next year. They will be Riverside Preparatory Academy. It's a military school. Are they staying in military school, though? I don't know. That may be part of it. No. I I, I don't know. Who knows? I mean, it's kind of sad, because I know that thing. It started back in, like, I want to say, like, early 20th century, like, I'm talking like the aughts or the or the or the teens. Mm. Maybe not. Maybe that long. I know they. I know they had been around since the 1920s, and they had been there earlier. Yeah, 
It, there is a lot of stigma around the title of military school. Yeah, well. Yeah. I think I've changed the name of West Point Military Academy and Annapolis and... But again, those are aren't those college level though? Yeah, I know, but still, it's different at college level. I don't know. I don't. I, it, anyway, it's the nature. It's the nature of how everything is perceived nowadays, and it's kind of stupid. But I'm not going to get into that. We are going to basically keep with wrestling because that was basically the majority of stuff we watched. Yep. Still not watching Raw. No, Raw, I think I just don't, I don't care to watch. Um, yeah, we'll put it out there. We just, we've had no inclination to go back. Eh. I think the only, and now even that storyline really doesn't agree with me. It's the, the, eliminate, uh, the, the Judgment Day and the OC. But even that doesn't really yeah. drag me in. I mean, the storyline that brought me back to start watching WWE anyway is on SmackDown. And that's the Bray Wyatt thing. Mm-hmm. And that's being really good. They, the whole, you know, they're, they're doing stuff with the Uso, you know, the whole bloodline storyline with Sami Zayn and all that, you know. Yeah. Uh, it's going on on SmackDown, so I catch up on that. And the way the whole, and I think we finally figured it out, Raw seems bloated. Yeah. It's, and, and I, you know what? I'm going to blame AEW on that. AEW has a tight two hours. They do. We, SmackDown has a very tight two, two hours. hours. They do. Mm-hmm. We're spoiled to a good tight. Yeah, we blame AEW that we are, that we are kind of spoiled to, to good tight stories. Right. And. It's, um, and SmackDown seems to have that same feel. And so we're going to stick with the blue brand. Yeah. Um, until they, until something fucks up and we won't watch them either. I mean, and I'll tell you right now, AEW has my loyalty until they start doing dumb shit. And that was the whole thing that what turned yeah. me off of the WWE. And there is starting to think, there are certain things I'm starting to see. Although if you think about it, they've been—I don't know why it seems more glaring on WWE. Maybe is starting to see storylines getting a little too repetitive. Mm-hmm. But the only one that really stuck out was the Liv Morgan, some um, whoever her opponent has been the last couple times. The the woman who said, "Oh, you didn't deserve yeah the title," and they keep having matches, and it's like. Is this settled yet? It, 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 yeah, we're going to hurry up and settle this. Um, I like Liv Morgan. I do. And I thought the one thing I thought was really cool is they set up the table because it was an elimination match. Not an elimination match, a no-holds-barred match or whatever uh, it was. Uh, no disqualification. No disqualification. And when they, she had, the, her opponent had her like behind her and she was holding her and she was trying to knock her off. And then she just gets this look in her eyes and say, like, fuck it, let's ride. And pushes herself into the, and her opponent into the table. Yeah. And that was, so, it's a still, it's entertaining, but it is starting to go, okay. Let's uh, move let, on. Let's, <laughs> let's finish this up and let Liv move on to someone else. And again, you know what? People out there who are opponents to, or seem to, to really dog on AEW's women's program, to uh, the WWE pro, uh, program, SmackDown and and Dynamite have the exact same number of women's matches mm-hmm. per night. Two. Yeah, we they counted have two. that. 
Yeah. Every time they have two. Or at least just this past just, week. Yeah. At least, but yeah. No, it's all been. Yeah. Because it's all because the last couple of weeks we've been watching. There's been a Liv Morgan match, and then there's been a tag team match, uh, versus um, was it Damage Control? Mm-hmm. Tank Girl and her partner. Or they've had a single match that has something to do with Ronda Rousey. True. Yeah. So, uh, just, so I'm not sure where the, and I would put any of the women's uh, roster on of AEW up against WWE's women's roster every day of the week and twice on Sunday. Yeah. It's. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I like them both and it's. it's why can't I like them both? You can. That's just it. You just have to. You, you just have to stay. You that was away more of a general the, question to the universe: is why can't I like them both? Oh no, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. You can, but it's just not. Just don't listen to the people who are, you know. Just stay away from the tribalism bullshit that seems yeah. to be out there. I mean, I keep up with it just to see what's going on, but it seems like you can't have any kind of story. Uh, about an AEW, well, you know, about anybody without someone sticking, the other brand sticking their nose in it because there was a whole thing about when Colt Cabana came back mm-hmm. and they kept bringing up, oh, you know, about Punk or how bad Colt, you know, or something. It's like, you know, just, just leave it alone. The guy, you know, he's, he came back. He's happy about it. We found, we found an article last night I read that basically it was Tony's idea for morale boost to bring him back into the... Into the locker room. Into the yeah. locker room. And, you know, things, AEW just seems to be really writing the ship from the, from, from, yeah. full, from, from it and then just trucking along. I mean, the only one that seems to have a problem, you know, how, uh, you need, people need to worry about is Punk because I think Punk may have shot himself in the foot enough to, to where he's going to be persona non grata for at least another couple of years. Yeah, probably both on both. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, um, nobody was going to want him. If, if, if what's going on in the locker room is what some people have been saying was going on in the locker room, yeah. Uh, no. You don't need that kind of toxicity. Right, and I think with right now, especially with WWE, I think Triple H right now is trying to bring back people that he think got wronged when they were... Yeah. When they were doing the whole let go thing. Because they are slowly bringing back people who, you know, he. I think right now his big worry is he's trying to get pe- places back to where he had people that he knew could be, could help with the future of the company that get fired. Yeah. And he's like, okay, nope, 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 we're going back. And he, again, needs to keep his hands off anybody that's in AEW. And stop talking about Malachi Black and WWE. It's not happening. He's it's, getting ready to come back with the the rest of the house of black. I mean, Stop those, it. Yeah, I mean, if you have, you've got to see those beautiful. I'll see if I can link them up in the links. But the the yeah, there's been some really beautiful vignettes they've put out. We're about to have two big comebacks soon. Yeah, the way they're setting up between the house of black and the elite. Yeah, they, they're getting ready to have the. Uh, the elite stuff's been really interesting because they keep showing them being taken away, like yeah. a Thanos snap type thing. I linked that video up in the last episode, right? And it's it's kind of just yeah, 
interesting on how they're you know they're they're going by this, and then the House of Black, death and burial and resurrection. Right. And yeah, I'm loving it. So yeah, so stop with that Malachi Black stuff. He's coming back to AEW. He said he was coming back to AEW. He just was taking a sabbatical to take care of some personal. And I know shit. we bring this up. It seems like we bring this up almost every episode. But I, st- but I'm still seeing people going, "Oh, he'll be back in WWE any day now, any day now." It's like, yeah, no, how, many are, how many how uh, many Twitter stuff did I see that that Malachi Black was Uncle Howdy? It's like no. Oh, no. Although I do believe it, I think we, did we say it last week about the the whole he looks like that he looks like he was based off his his uncle. Yeah, and then of course there was the the picture that someone showed with the earring, and then the picture of Bo Dallas wearing the exact same earring. Right, which I think is cool, and it could maybe he was under that mask, right? His brother with that, which cool, right? Cool. I I did one thing, especially since last week. Uh, or this, yeah, this past Friday's SmackDown was recorded, even though they kept saying live. So one thing I don't understand how day, uh, uh, WWE can get away with that. I never heard pre- them say that the, during SmackDown. I was even watching for I, it. A commercial. That was a commercial I saw uh, at one point where they were saying Okay, well, because during the episode, they never, they never okay. said the they word. They used to do that. They, they, they used they, to. They used to do that a lot, during, especially during the... Uh, the the Monday Wars or talk yeah, about it and you, then you brought that up and so I kept an eye on it while we were watching the episode. Nowhere on the screen did it say live. Nowhere when they were okay. So they they they, I don't I don't know about the commercial. maybe it was just a, it was a, just a commercial and they just say live because it normally is live. Yeah, that maybe um, they it. pre-recorded it for um, before they went to Crown Jewel. Yeah, and. Um, well, I mean, they had to get, they had needed travel time and Right, stuff. and get in and out. I'm sure traveling to Saudi Arabia is it's not an easy task. Right, considering sure. it's not really a tourist. Or at least I don't think it is. I, you know, I, I had been told a long time ago that um, there is no tourism in Saudi Arabia. If you go to Saudi Arabia, you're going there for business or you have family, you know, family there. You don't know. Which I thought was funny when they. And I think again, this is something we talked about when when they first talked about uh, that 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 commercial they had for the tickets being yeah. available. It's like the only people that can buy those tickets are people who live in Saudi Arabia. So why are you advertising, advertising tickets in the United States? But again, maybe wrong. Maybe we should look this up before we talk about it. But honestly, right now, this is everything off our heads. Yeah. We didn't really we didn't really plan this particular episode out too much. Except, except for what we're getting ready to do now. Yes, yes. Right. Okay, this part we kinda did. So we do a lot of this free form. <laughs> a lot of it, and it just kinda comes off ahead. But normally we have at least a few concepts before we start we, we start doing it and we just kinda flow off of that. Like the Ghostbusters mm-hmm. thing, all we put down was Ghostbusters two thousand uh It was actually sixteen. Sixteen, thank you. I'm sure a lot of you were yelling at me of those who do listen. I'm sorry. That's why I made the note in the in, in the in the little caption about oops, we got the date wrong. We we, we were wrong. It was sixteen, not fifteen, but whatever. You know, okay. it doesn't really matter. So before we start, this this was the lineup. And a lot of the one we we know of that we know the the big one was Reigns versus Paul, and that was for the, the championship. Uh-huh. Uh, the OC versus the Judgment Day. 
Yeah. Uh, Bobby Lashley versus Brock Lesnar. Okay, yeah, I do remember that one. Uh, Karrion cool. Cross versus Drew McIntyre. Oh, yeah, which is the whole reason they had to get Scarlet into the country. Right. Um, Strowman versus Elmos. Elmos? The 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 oh the big the, oh the, the big the guy Nigerian oh man, yeah. oh it was monster versus monster oh that match yeah, almost yeah, yeah, yeah. almost the same his last name is I am not sure how to pronounce All right. it right uh, Bianca Blair uh, versus Bailey for the women's women's Raw Championship mm-hmm. the Usos versus the Brawling Brutes we know that one was again SmackDown and the whole thing with the New Day. And, um, who's gonna be who, yeah. who's gonna get next and. Asaka and Alexa Bliss versus Dakota Kai and Iona Sky, which is um, damage control. Uh, Asuka. Asuka. It's pronounced Asuka. Okay. Yep. Now, my first thing before we go to this, because basically what I what we wanted to do with this is have Alicia not know anything going into this and have her guess who who would who won which match. But I follow too many things and. Have, and uh, I've already found out the results of two matches. Well, we'll get we'll get but to we'll those, get but to we'll, that. we'll talk about this. First thing I want to say: this has to be one of the smallest pay per views. Well, if you want my opinion on that, yeah. it's because they wanted to get in there, get the show done, and get out. Yeah, especially was it last year that they they basically got they they got held hostage. I don't know the, if it was last year or the year before, but yeah. Or maybe it was a couple of years ago. All I know is I heard the story that they were a bunch of them were on the plane getting ready to come back, and it got hijacked, and they got held hostage for hours there. For and some they, reason. And I think there was like a scramble, and they ended up having to have a whole bunch of NXT people come to, to, to do whatever the next show was because they couldn't get talent back into the country in time. And right. All was a mess. And it whatever. wasn't, and if it, it wasn't, it was like a Saudi, it was the Saudi government that did it. It wasn't like a... A group was, you know, like was it that uh, part? I never really. Uh, you know what? Heard. Let Let's table that. Uh, Just they were held over for they some, had reason. some reason, and we will uh, we will look it up and we'll talk about it the next time we record. In fact, grab the notebook and write that down. Yeah. Um, so we do remember. We're trying to get better about writing uh, writing stuff, stuff down so we can actually have uh, talk about and. Um, fix stuff than when we think it when we think it uh, were wrong. But yeah, um, I know there was a there was chatter about an attack on uh, a multiple attacks on Saudi Arabia from uh, a terrorist group. Mm-hmm. So there was some worry about that. I personally, am, even though we are going to talk about it, dealing with the Saudi Arabian government mm-hmm. I'm really think the WWE really needs to rethink yeah. doing things like that I know they're getting the financial support but I don't want to be mean I don't want to be divisive and it does get a little political but anything to do with them just screams blood money to me but yeah. you know that's that's the word in my head right <sighs> it's we just find it kind of dist- I find it kind of distasteful, but and it has nothing to do with the Saudi people. No, it's the go- uh, it's government. Go- and it's all about the government. Uh, all about government. Yeah. So, with that, let's see, and I think this goes 
in the order that they were. Because I did get to see, thanks to TikTok and someone who was streaming, got to see the very end of this particular match myself. We started off with Bobby Lashley versus Brock Lesnar. Okay. Okay. And you saw the attack. Oh, we did watch that Raw where... Yes, we did the, the see that. ...started this particular storyline that just seemed to pop out of nowhere to everyone, but... Yeah, it's like suddenly Lesnar, Lesnar showed was up there. and beat up, yeah. It made him lose his title, and then there wasn't even a title to fight for. So... Yeah. Who do you think won? Probably Lesnar. But... You're right. Lesnar won, and Lesnar won in a bullshit fashion. And why am I not surprised? Basically, what happened is Lashley had his finisher on him. Uh-huh. He had, lo- he had basically a submission hold locked in on him. Uh, he fell, they fell back, hit the mat. Uh, Lashley does not break his finisher hold. Uh-huh. But because Brock was on top of him and had his back, he had his back on the mat... The ref counted one, two, three. Oh. Brock was not in a was not in control. He did. He he had he was in the superior position. He was in a he submission was, mat. He oh, just happened oh. to be on top of him, and because of the the because of the weight, Jeez. he held Lashley down. And because Lashley wasn't letting go of his submission move, uh, that's yep. how he won. That is Bushit. And um, basically, because basically from what I saw from the, when they were showing the the the, the recap of the mm-hmm. match, Lashley beat the shit out of Brock Lesnar. Mm-hmm. I mean, to the point of he was like limping and wasn't being able to fight back. And the fact that Lesnar still even won is bullshit. Yeah. Jeez. And again, it's just... Yeah. Okay, so Ashka and Alyssa Alexa Bliss versus the Dakota Sky and Dakota Kai and Ioni Sky. I should just say damage control. Yeah, just say damage control. All right. Uh, probably damage control. Yep. Yeah. Retain their titles. Mm-hmm. I'm still surprised they take women's matches to their right, but they also all anyway. But they also still have to wear bodysuits. On this person said the bodysuits the women have have to wear in Saudi Arabia have gotten better each event. They are getting. They are looking better. But the fact that they have to change their that the women have to change their their gear yeah. is um, mm-hmm. okay. Karrion Cross and Drew McIntyre, and this was a cage match. I wanted McIntyre to win, but I don't know. You're just gonna throw up the, yeah. It's been a weird storyline. You never know, mm-hmm. like how many times is as in on SmackDown has has the Scottish Warrior gotten the drop on him and then he ends up losing it and end up getting the shit beat out of him anyway. Yeah. And then the whole car crash thing and he shows up and starts. Um, actually, McIntyre. He did win. Nice. So it will be interesting to see how this. How, how this storyline progresses if it's not, like, over and done now. But sometimes it's just time to kill, especially if there's not a title involved. Yeah. Story, sometimes you just gotta go ahead and just kill the storyline and let, let, let move on to the next. Yeah. Something about Scarlet having spikes on her face. 
It would be interesting to go and find out whatever her outfit I, I, yeah, is. Yeah, I do. I did. I kind of wanted to go find her outfit because I know the kind of stuff she usually wears. Yeah. And it's like there's no way she was going to get to wear that there. So yeah, I've been mean that that is one thing I was meaning to do, but I was trying not to research anything Dried. before we did this. And now, and now I feel free to go find those outfits. Go I've find the outfit and do it like a, a compare and contrast. You know, put what, what she normally yeah, wears next to what she had to wear in Saudi Arabia. Because I've seen Rita Ripley's. It looked, it actually looked pretty good, you know, for what she had to do. Right. You know, I, the, I do follow her on social media, mostly because of her boyfriend. Well, speaking of that, the next match... Is the OC versus the Judgment Day, mm. which I don't know. This storyline a little bit get the, the 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 thing between father and son kind of put a bad taste in my mouth. I'm kind of glad they got rid of it. Yeah, I'm kind of glad. Yeah. I mean, you know, you you, you still hear him say something about his dad every now and then, but I don't want that face to face confrontation again. No, no, that was icky. I said it before. I'll Although to say they it. did start thinking about something that I thought about is um, the OC does need to get a female member. True. If you're going to be dealing with, you know, you've got guys to counteract the, you know, the guys on guys, but when you have someone specially built like Rita Ripley, Ripley yeah, you need someone to counter that. Mm-hmm. And so. But it seems like they're pushing the storyline, although it's a fairly new storyline, so I'm not surprised. So, yeah. Uh, Judgment Day 1. Okay. I wouldn't call myself a Judgment Day fan, but okay. Uh, although, sounds there in the moment that, that uh, uh, Cole actually said Bullet Club out loud on WWE. Nice. He's been, I don't know if that's slipping or he's just showing. Maybe. Um, Trips is letting them do it. Maybe, yeah, because I know when they had a... Oh, I can't remember her name. Riley? They they remember last week when they had... When Ronda Rousey had the open challenge. And they had the person that everybody Mm -hmm. was like, Oh, she's back. You know, again, having watching it. Yeah, Emma. Thank you. Uh, He mentioned Soraya. Yeah. Uh, um, but I can't remember if he said they said he said Paige or Soraya, but they used to be partners in NXT. Yeah, probably said Paige. Yeah, but the fact that he even mentioned her now that she's in the Forbidden Company. Yeah, now that we have Soraya over in AEW, right? We're still waiting to see if she's actually going to wrestle or not. Yet I'm loving that storyline. Yeah, is she medically cleared? Is she not? We'll see. <laughs> I think um, she already is, but, you know. Uh, Omos versus Braun Strowman. Now, this is someone, and I believe we've said this sort of thing, I hate the way they shoot him. Mm-hmm. Because they shoot him from the ground up. You don't need to and do if that. You're seven, because he's seven foot something. Yeah, you shoot it from the just... You don't need to shoot him from the bottom up to make him seem taller. He's already fucking taller. Just the fact that you have a wrestler standing next to him that is a body is like a half a body taller than he is. Yeah, yeah. They, they, an they, MVP. They, no, those undershoots, they just no. There is that's one. Of, that's the one thing again, and I agree with you. Is kind of how WWE shoots their shows. I'm not always. I'm not a fan of, but 
Yeah, the camera work could use some work. So this is basically they're trying to establish a new giant against Strowman. Which I get. So Strowman win? Yeah, Strowman won. I'm kind of surprised. I'm actually kind of surprised they did because if you're going to push a big man like this, especially when he's opening a new, you know, Mm -hmm. he's opening you a new avenue in, in, in Africa. Because that, that I think that was one of the main reasons they kept uh, the great Kali as much as he did is because he was a he was he was not a good wrestler but he had a huge following in, in India. India. Mm-hmm. So here's the one that I know you the the one that knows the Usos versus the uh, the brawling brutes. I was not surprised at this. Yeah, Usos won. Uh, yeah, I have a feeling it's going to be a while. Okay. Although it's going to get interesting. Okay. Because reports are Jay Uso broke his wrist. Okay. But some people are saying. Are we saying this? Now, this is this is a shoot or a work? Uh, from what I'm hearing, work. Oh. Um, I mean, shoot. Okay. That he's, he's injured. And if that's true, you know. Will they drop him to the New Day on Thursday? And then have the street, you know. Will they do that? Or is uh, Sammy going to come in and uh, substitute for Jay? I don't know. Yeah, it's... To me, it's about time... I don't want to see the bloodline break up as a faction. No. I mean, they are. But it... I think it's starting to get time to maybe put some cracks in the foundation because having one group hold all the all the basically the let's see of the male titles there are two that are available. Yeah. That's the Intercontinental Champion and the and and uh, and the U.S. Champion. Yeah. And they just changed the U.S. champion, so you're not going to see that drop anytime soon. They, yeah. I think they need to break the... I think they need to, if anything, break the the tag teams up again. Uh-huh. And let them go back to their brands. Yeah, because they, they are branded. It's just they hold both right now. <sighs> because if they were going... Honestly... The last time they unified the titles, <laughs> they came up with a new belt. Yeah. And the fact that Roman has had the WWE titles, both titles for so long, and they haven't made a universal belt, tells me at some point they are going to break, to break again. Mm-hmm. So they need to either make a new belt and make one champion, which I actually have no problem with because then you have a champion that can float between the two brands. Or... Or... Break him up again and have a SmackDown and a Raw World Champion. Just get it done with. Yep. So, I, I didn't mean to interrupt. But you might have had to say on the on the on it, but yeah, it sounds like Jay's injured. So we could see we could see this start happening, and I think it could make the storyline even more interesting, especially if they do do the Sami Zayn joins them, and he's the one that gets pinned. Ooh. We'll see. You already have Jay's already not does not trust. Mm-hmm. He's basically told him he will never be family, uh, at least in his eyes. Yeah. And if he's the one that ends up having the, because then you can also get the whole idea. Then you now have a storyline 
of the Usos being pissed because they didn't lose their belts. Sami Zayn lost our belts. That's... So... That could be legitimate. Okay. Uh, the Bianca Belair, uh, Belair, uh, Bailey match. Bianca? Yep. Okay. So, so far, there have had a pay-per-view with no titles being dropped at all. How original. Yeah. But, and I think that's, that's kind of lame. If you're going to have some title matches on a pay-per-view, especially if you're having people fork out 50 bucks a pop for a pay-per-view that started at noon. Yeah. For the, for the States. That at least makes it exciting. Have, have a drop or two. It may, it, it, but. I don't know. Alright. So, we are now, and it didn't take that long to get here, the Roman Reigns-Logan Paul match. Yep, and this is the other one I already know the results of. Again, not surprised. I kind of didn't see Logan winning this one. No. It would be it would be stupid for them to have oh, I was gonna say a, a part timer take it again, that to, to get the title. But how many part timers have have had the fucking belt in the last few years? Well, uh, honestly, two years back, but on on it, yeah, I know. But honestly, Roman's starting to feel like a part timer at this point. <laughs> as, well, I as mean, little it, as he shows up on television. No, he's on television. He's just not defending the title. No, he's not always, but he's not always on television. He didn't show up at all last week, but I know that's because he was already in Crown Jewel. But still, he was he was already in Saudi Arabia for press. But still, he's not always on TV. Yeah, he's not. I mean, and then you put it against again when again. I'm trying not to compare the two, but you look at fucking John Moxley, who has defended his title. Every day, twice and sometimes twice a week, yeah, on, on fucking television. That that's true. And I wonder if that's part of the shoving that in the face. Of, <laughs> I don't. I know. would not be if that's a shot across the bow at least a little bit, but that or just Mox likes to fight. This is true. But yeah, so yeah, I knew I I I, I had already seen the outcome of that one. Um, Logan got hurt. Like, bad hurt. Oh. Like, knee. I want to say, I heard something about uh, meniscus, ACL. Yeah. Well, but, not up. And according to the article I was I was reading, which just one of my friends completely put up, it happened midway through the match, and he still finished. All right. Well, I'll give it to him. And here was the, the, the thing that, that, that really kind of... One of my friends put the GIF image up. Yeah. He pulled an interesting move during the match. What? I believe over in AEW we call it a buckshot lariat. Oh really? Alright. Yeah. I don't know what they called it when he pulled when he when he did the move. But I was like, wait, wait, he did he did what? But I've I've seen the footage. And it was pretty. It was very, very well performed. Well, they were saying that he did a frog splash, um, five star sprog, uh, sprog, uh, frog splash, frog splash too. That looked pretty good too. 
But yeah. If Ted had a better, he might have a better one than Dominique uh, Mysterio. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, he pulled that other move, and I was just like, well, okay. You know, I'm not a huge Logan Paul guy, but I will give it to him. He really did seem to take this very seriously. It, it, I, I showed him his wrestling and, yeah, I mean, his training. and Yeah, it's just, it just seems a draw, you know, they're trying to get, bring yeah. in his, basically he's got a huge fan base and they're trying to bring in his fans to watch the pay-per-view, especially the pay-per-view that I think, doesn't get, and I don't think we're the only ones with the attitude of maybe the WWE really shouldn't be doing this pay-per-view. Yeah. And I think that may be one of the reasons why they're pulling in someone like a, like, you know, a Jake Paul. Oh, I mean, Jake Paul was there. I mean, not Jake Paul, um, Logan Paul. And his brother was there in his corner. But bringing in the Paul brothers, I should say. Yeah. To get their fans in to maybe booster numbers that aren't that great. Maybe. I don't know what the numbers are, but uh, I will keep calling it a pay-per-view because this is a pay-per-view. It is not premium wrestling content. Okay. So, that finishes up our feelings on uh, talking about that. Yeah. Well, now this is started the whole thing, but I don't really want to get into it right now. Uh, I mean, do, but it, the article I found to find the bracket is, is entitled... There are zero top stars in this year's AEW World Title Eliminator Tournament. What the hell are you talking about? That's the name of it now. For those who don't know, uh, they have announced a, a, a Eliminator Tournament uh, to finish at Full Gear, mm-hmm. the next pay-per-view, and the winner will get a shot at the title of whoever wins at Full Gear, which I believe is Moxley versus MJF. Yes, okay. yes it is. So they get a shot at them at Winter's, Winter is Coming. All right. Uh, I do have to say it now. I think what they mean by top stars is they're not any of these guys who are, I guess you would say, top-tier talent. And what I mean by top-tier is the, the guys that normally would get a main event Type thing. You're not seeing a Danielson. You're not seeing a Castanero. Yeah, okay. Um, And I think basically they almost say... But honestly, they've got a really good... They've got some really interesting matchups. Okay. Um, And I think, it's a to me, it's a very well-stacked tournament. You have... And in fact, the first... Two, it looks like we're getting one on Wednesday and three on Friday. Hmm, okay. Um, we're starting, the, and then uh, then they go into the next one, and then they go into, because I want to say... Full Gear's full coming, gear's up, pretty coming quick. up really quickly. Mm-hmm. I want to say it's like the 17th. Yeah, something like, no, no, maybe the ni- it's the 19th. 19th, okay. Could be the seventeenth because the eighteenth is the, is a Friday and that's when Kaylee has a vet visit. Ah, well, well thank you for telling me that. <laughs> no, then, yeah, okay. But we have Wednesday's match, and this is where I'm just stopping because it's also the the top one on the list is mm-hmm. Eddie Kingston versus Ethan Page. Yep, I knew that one was coming. And then we have Bandito versus Roosh. Ooh, that's going to be on a. 
on Friday. That's going to be a Rampage match. Okay. And the next two are going to be Rampage matches. So I guess they're going to have... We have uh, Lance Archer versus Ricky Starks. Ooh. Um. <laughs> and Brian Cage versus Dante Martin. That's going to be... They... I've seen the way Cage... Ooh. Yeah. So, do you want to make a prediction of who we'll see at Full Gear? Or do you even want to... Now, you can do two. You that... can do who you would like to see in the finals. And who you, who you as a analyst of a sort... <laughs> no, I mean, that's what we're doing. We're a podcast and we analyze this stuff. It's true. I don't know. I mean, there's a couple of those matches I can already call. Okay. I'm... Uh, I'm... Well... As a fan, I want to see Ethan beat Eddie. I'm fans of both of them, but I really want to see Paige get get some more push. Right. So you do want do you want to see him in the the pay per view? You want him going all the way to the turn, the, the basically the finals of the tournament? So is that what you're saying? Or well, being well, that's what I'm asking. Being, being, I'm not I, even asking who's winning these matches. I want. I'm asking you, who do you think is going to be going toe to toe in full gear? I need to see the bracket. I told you. It's hearing the bracket and they're seeing who's on which side. <laughs> that yeah. makes a difference. Okay. Okay. So, so if Ethan good. beats, he has to he has to go up against Bandito or Roosh. Or Roosh. And then got Lance. Okay. Because I'm calling Lance Archer for the Archer versus Starks. Really. Yeah. Okay, I, I have to disagree with you that strictly on because they gave Starks that segment on Dynamite this week. Was it Dynamite or... or and that Ricky may be getting a push again. Mm-hmm. Um, I would hate to see Archer not go further in it because I think Archer may deserve it a little bit more. I love my murder hawk. Right. Maybe that is the fan in me talking that I just... Uh... <sighs> And I'm not sure who to call for the the, the Cage Martin match, cause yeah, Brian Cage is a big beefy man, but, but that boy can fly. Yeah. <sighs> and the band. Hmm. Yeah, there's not an easy one to call in any of these. I don't no, care. There's what, not because they say, "Oh, there's no top stars." But you watch these guys, and it's all of these guys deserve a push right now. All of them, yes, every single one of them. And we have seen both Eddie and see, that's a hard one for the Eddie and the Ethan because they are both getting pushes right now. Yeah. Eddie with the whole, okay, you're being too violent and you need to stop storyline, and the Ethan with the firm. Mm hmm. And Bandito's the new guy that's, you know, yeah, just everybody's got, he just kind got, yeah. he just got signed. Everybody's gaga for, but you know, it's got Roosh. Right. Like heel of heels. Right. I mean, not MJF type heel, but you know. Yeah, yeah, no, he's a heel. I mean, he's, and again, they've been giving him a little bit of push, especially with that three way mm-hmm. between him, Ten, and Cassidy. True. So again, these are all guys they seem to be that the AEW are interested in pushing, but who gets that push now? Right. That's the only reason I think I could call the Starks Archer one. You really think it'll be Starks? I think it's going to be Starks, and that's strictly because he just came back from whatever was going on. Because he wasn't gone for an injury. He was gone for something else. 
I think with everything that's going on with like the embassy and stuff, I think we may see Cage move on in that yeah. one. I love Dante, but you you think it's shenanigans may may shenanigans and and right now Cage is kind of getting that push. Yeah. Which is sort of why I wish I wish I wish I was seeing Archer go on because I would love to see a Archer. Brian Cage Archer match. Yeah, that would be a hell of a slap fest. Mm, big man. Yeah, big man slapping. <laughs> yep, um, yep, yep. Uh, yeah. See me. I want. I uh, and Ethan Page versus Bandito would be. Mm, I don't know. I just don't know how to call this one. <laughs> um, I personally, and I think this is both the fan and me, and would love to see it. And I think it might be just because of pushing wise. I could I could call at least one way I can see it, and that is Page versus Sparks. That could be ooh, that'd be a that like it would be a, a really good interesting, yeah. especially considering Sparks is just now getting a face push. True. You know, you know he disappeared for a little bit with the you know after the whole turn with Powerhouse Hob, but he was definitely being embraced as a face. Yeah. Um, and Ethan is a fantastic heel. Yes, yes, um, he is. That would be a great match, especially fashion versus fashion. Right. We got that too. The fancies versus fancies, yeah. Uh, I hate to see it, but I can't see Cage and Archer going on. I still want that match at some point. I do too, but you do, I don't think you're going to see it in this tournament. I mean, I hope. I'm hope. Maybe I'm wrong. Uh, see. The AEW sometimes has been kind of hard to predict uh, because I was predicting a. a I did predict the. Um, even though it happened, it wasn't the turn I thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. But then again, we had what happened full gear. Mm-hmm. I mean, I at, mean at, at, at all out. All, all, at all out. So they didn't even have a chance to work on a storyline with the whole the whole uh, hangman turning on the Dark Order and rejoining the Elite. I know I was wrong on that. I mean, I wasn't wrong on the fact that it was the hangman that cost them the match. But they made it an accident. Right. I, I wonder if what happened at All Out hadn't happened, would that storyline still progress? Might have. So we, we don't know. We don't know. They had to do a lot of scrambling for that. Because that would be the perfect way to keep the elite heels. Mm. But I think they, they kind of want to be heels for... Um, a little bit longer at least. Because I think they were, it was one of the thereafter things they were talking about at the end. It's like, you know. They're having fun with the heel thing. Right. And I think that was the whole thing with MJF is they want MJF to be a heel, but that guy's going over way too well. Yeah, but the thing is, if he made a face turn, I don't think he'd be going over as well. I think it's the fact that he is a heel that is making him so over. You know, when it comes to MJF? Right, but, but if you notice, AEW is very much about the, the heels need to be booed and the faces need to be cheered. <laughs> I mean, they have well, the they're going to have to get over reason. that. I know. Well, that's the whole thing also. I want the Jade-Nyla match to fucking hurry up and happen. Oh, yeah. Because But there's some people that are like, oh, they're heels, you can't have a match. It's like, why the fuck like, not? not? 
I'd rather see two heels that are pissed at each other go after each other. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And I want Nyla to win and keep the belt. <laughs> I mean, I mean legitimate like, Kelly yeah. get the belt. <laughs> yeah. And I, will, I, I will say in closing, I have been absolutely adoring the, this storyline with Nyla stealing the belt and fucking with Jade. And, I mean, doing, I mean, not even just fucking with her on TV. Fucking with her on Twitter, <laughs> the way she is, and Instagram. Uh, yeah. Yes, yeah. going to the ring, going to the Ren Fair in her ring gear with the with belt. the belt. You know, yeah, doing bits with Sapantico about him trying to steal the belt to and give being it back. outraged on how dare he try to steal someone's property. Uh huh. <laughs> it's, it, it it, it's been great. Yeah. It, been a very interesting storyline. I'm, I'm I'm here for it. Yeah. All right. So, whether you like us, whether you hate us, whether you think our take on uh, Saudi Arabia is completely wrong, uh, you know how to get us. We are we are uh, we are geeky keep six one six at gmail dot com. And we are keeping the geek on every piece of social media you can put your dick on. Almost. All the big ones. Right. The ones you can put your dick on. And Tumblr. Yay, hell sight. (laughs) They even call themselves that. You and the girls out there just sexying up the, 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 the wrestling. And now Ryan Reynolds. And now Ryan Reynolds, yes. <laughs> I'm glad I've never made it to Tumblr. Oh, I don't know how I would have mentally survived the pandemic without it. <laughs> anyway, so. So, and with that, be good. <laughs> or be good at it. Bye. Bye.